Welcome to episode two on Speculative Futures. My name is Mpo Mazipa, curator and founder of the African Mobilities Project. In this podcast, Blessing Bly, Kiki Durman and Sulam Kabela will explore halls as a conceptual frame to talk about liminal urban spaces and the street. The podcast explores the necessity of narrative as a space between the images or what we even think of as a city. Blessing Bly was born in Johannesburg and growing up and living in the city has influenced his approach to art. After receiving the Council Chamber's Totem Award in 2016, he joined 32 Flavors Art Studio a year later and is currently in his third year of the Selective Printmaking Training Program at Artist Proof Studio. He's also currently working on a mural for Johannesburg End Park. Kiki Dorman was born in Germany, educated at RWTH Aachen, Etihad Zurich and the Belaga Institute in Amsterdam. She currently works at the University of the Witwatersrand School of Architecture and Planning and is completing her PhD on the transformation of the bungalow and urban compounding in Johannesburg. And finally, Salam Kabela, who was born in Swaziland, is also a lecturer at the Witt School of Architecture and Planning. He has a bachelor's degree in architecture and a master's degree in urban design from the University of Cape Town. He is currently completing his PhD on urban scripting with a focus on the inclusion of audiovisual storytelling in urban design processes. The key word for today's podcast is holes. Johannesburg has never been whole. In South Africa, cities were built and expanded under the apartheid administration in the most racially defined society in the world, in which whites and blacks were segregated by laws controlling every aspect of their lives, including movement and accommodation. The spatial blueprint of those laws has been sculpted into the landscape till today together with seemingly defined borders. Those were not lines, but porous zones that people crossed to get from one group area to the other, creating an endless amount of internal boundaries, the holes in the hole, shadow spaces, undetermined, fluctuating. Then wanted by some for the many, they are now refusing to disappear. Tough luck for some, opportunities for the many. Streets and sidewalks, as the most common public space we have to share, guide us through a divergence of realities, where we mostly see what we think we know and not the rest. A good friend of us proposed that not what you know makes you evaluate what you don't know, but the other way around. What you don't know makes what you know. This podcast will explore holes as a conceptual frame to talk about liminal, urban spaces and the street, while interrogating the relation between image and text, or differently phrased, the role of the script in the design of the urban. What we are actually after are plot holes. This is because we subscribe to the necessity of having a narrative as a space in between the images or what we think of as city. So the story can move through the holes to the people. We see plot holes as opportunity for the narrative to change the image as opposed to the other way round. 
A popular encyclopedia says, in fiction, a plot hole or plot error is a gap or inconsistency in a storyline that goes against the flow of logic established by the story's plot. Such inconsistencies include things as illogical, unlikely or impossible events and statements or events that contradict earlier events in the storyline. In Johannesburg Street Reality, a plot hole For example, is a gap that opens up when multiple activities of mainly non-market economies take position on the sidewalk to stand in and keep things going. Things being fresh chicken for dinner or to go, marquina or sweets in school bags and side pockets and repairs of sewing machines and cars, all available within a 15-meter radius. Holes make, or rather are, space that is waiting to be filled. A hole is a gap, an aperture, a hollow place in a solid body, a torn or cut element in a continuous pattern or fabric. The plot holes we are interested in today are found in three materials that urban fabric is made of. Legislation, walls and people. Our podcast is set up as a special version of the exquisite corpse game. A, because that's what the street means to us, an exquisite cadaver trying to reanimate the cities every day, and B, because it is how we manage to communicate over the distance. One thought leads to another, to eventually becoming an idea. Plot holes and legislated hideouts. In Johannesburg, the image of the city was important, always. In particular, who and what were allowed to be visible, and who or what were not, from the street, mainly. The town planning scheme of 1947 specifies, building for occupation by non-European domestic servants shall not be erected in any zone in a position which would be likely to cause injury to the amenities of the neighborhood. In 1979, the updated document extends that council requires for reasonable steps to have been taken to screen such buildings from adjoining properties and from any street in the vicinity. This placement at extreme would eliminate the public visibility of people of color in the suburbs and together with the positioning of laundry lines and control of window displays fall under what the planning scheme calls the aesthetic control of urban environment. These narratives of racial erasure, far beyond aesthetics, were laid out in a designed distance of a minimum of six meters away from any door or window of any dwelling house and its neighbors. Just imagine that crazy camouflage landscape on plots of 15 by 30 meters with main dwellings of 150 square meter floor area. The suburban plot thickened when the impossible hideout design started to overtake thousands of previously white middle-class old Joburg properties along the mining belt. Money was made and people were sheltered, lots of both. But because that's not how the story is supposed to be told, the property as a whole, with its shrinking holes, Aka distances now had to hide in its entirety. From itself, the others and the street. And so came the wall onto the street and along. It is still everywhere. Holes on walls. The wall has holes. Many of them are spaces of exchange, shops, goods, services, and information. There was a tale we already told in Urban Tingwanengwan. 
the whole was a dream. The wall I talk about today is slightly more different, and it's basically three kids jumping in the air, and the water underneath them reflects what they want to be in future. The water is a hint of realities behind the wall, which are the public toilets. Um, these are public toilets at the N Street North Park in Johannesburg, and this is not the end of the story, but the beginning of a sketchy story. Shared open spaces, access to public infrastructure, education, and the necessity to have a perspective. These are very complicated issues here in South Africa. We don't really share spaces unless we have to. Public infrastructure is badly maintained or non-existent. And education is okay if you can afford it. There's plenty of dreams, but few who achieve them. And this is actually a story of my life, one that got me off the street, streets after life took a bad turn for me. I had a rough time after finishing private school, where I'd got one of the few scholarships for black students. My mom had passed away, and I lost my base in life. Um, and I lived on the streets and from one place to another as well. It was my drawing practice and my paintings actually that saved me, and my imagination that saved me from this. Now I'm I'm studying my final year at the Artist Proof Studio, and currently doing this um, mural at the N Street North Park. So street art is not everyone's favorite form of art. Um, for example, former Mayor Mashaba considered some of it as vandalism and a deterrent to economic investment. However, murals in currently dilapidated areas seem to be a sign of coming gentrification, and I think we need some porosity here, more holes to be able to absorb more of everything. Framing potholes. Tony Morrison says, my language has to have holes and spaces so that the reader can come into it. I believe these gaps exist in the city's texture as well, in particular on the street. As the largest body of shared public space, it is of utmost importance. The spaces of openness have a great potential for people to redirect the flow of the narrative and participate in organically making the city and to imagine tomorrow. Few people are interested in closing these holes of knowledge, understand and describe the street as it is, to then literally change the plot. My work posits that shared understanding can happen via storytelling. African storytelling meeting Western planning practice. It is very much an exercise in examining of what is omitted, unseen, unconsidered, unacknowledged and unplanned for, yet is visible if one chooses to look and to see. The plot holes of the urban script, all those issues we don't seem to be able to make much sense of, other than writing another bylaw that will not be respected, are our entry to understand complexity, multiplicity, co-authorship, slow change, all of that. I do it through the production of audiovisual forms of representation, location, photography, storyboards, graphic novel, and film. And I call that professional work of an urban designer. 
Capturing street knowledge in Joburg means to shift the frame and include the formerly called other, and as such to work on the process of calibrating the frame of reference. Although frames have limitations of what is inside and what is outside, the approach uses social narrative as a way of going beyond the frame and situates the sequence of events within a street location. People as character, that is, citizens-led activities which occur within the space, and places character, the spatial geometry of the street. This translates the meaning of storytelling as relations from people to people through action directed by cultural values and power relations into a relation from people to place. The act of making visible the mentioned relation of people to place, inherent culture and power dynamics serves as a footing for reframing the point of view. The character are the essential thread that binds street stories. Ultimately, the learning from digital field notes to texts create a platform to reframe and reposition the other and make visible and position African people not as a problem, but as an integral subject in uncovering plot holes as opportunity in city-making processes. Holds as a frame for the liminality of streets and its ambitiously ambiguous thresholds go back to the need for porosity, both literally and linked to plot holes, as a larger concept in addressing speculation about the future in African cities. The dream would be the development of an open-ended porosity index as visual digital local code, a changing image that is a simultaneous translation of policy, context, description and desire of the many and not the few. If it is regulated by the street, the wall and the people or regulating them remains open. The African Mobilities podcast series was made possible with the support of the Goethe Institute in partnership with the School of Architecture and Planning and the Witz Institute for Social and Economic Research at the University of the Witwatersrand as well as the Andrew Mellon Foundation.